0: Hey guys, we're back yet again with another episode of Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. Hello. <laughs> it feels like it's been a long time. But it hasn't for our listeners, just no. for us because yeah. of our recording schedule. Mm-hmm. But Very hectic recording schedule. I don't think we lost all of our talent, no. if we have any. <laughs> Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. Okay, for this week's top three, we are doing top TV bedrooms. Mm-hmm. I had a harder time with this than I thought I was going to. So did I, actually. Okay, that's a relief. I'm really intrigued to find uh, to hear the ones that you picked. I was, like, seeing what the internet had to say, which, listening back to all these podcasts, I'm like, okay, talk about how I do research too much, <laughs> but... There I was again, doing research. You have to start somewhere. Yeah. And I felt like every article had the same thing over and over and over again. But I agreed with some of them. Same. Okay. So for my number three, I chose Mindy Lahiri from The Mindy Project. She has a beautiful apartment in that show. Yeah. Well, and that was the other hard part that I had was choosing bedroom specifically and not apartment. Yeah, I feel like for me, um, it meant that all of mine are kids. <laughs> because, exactly. like, it's... if it's the whole apartment that's good, then it, that's, a, like, a, a show about an adult. hmm But the kids are the ones who, their scenes are, like, actually just in their bedroom. hmm So. Yeah, exactly. So that was your number three? Yeah. My number three was, um, Arthur from the <gasps> show Arthur. <laughs> oh my gosh! I've picked it because he has wood floors it's a dream. Cool. It's a really big room. There's a lot of storage space. Mm-hmm. A lot of little closets for his toys. And vaulted ceilings. Are they had fancy? Vaulted ceilings. Yeah, there are a lot of really cool angles. He's a spoiled little art <laughs> A-A-R-D-V-R-K. <laughs> okay, my add a tie for number two. <laughs> I can see your paper and there's some crossover to my list. <laughs> okay, great. We saw the same list. Yeah. <laughs> um so my number two is uh, Clarissa Explains It All, which I forget how much I love that show. Same. It was yeah. so good. I feel like when I was seeing that on the list that I was looking at, too, I was yeah, like, Whoa. It was, like, number one on every list. Yeah. I feel like and as an it, adult, I'm, like, trying to be her. Exactly. Well, it was tied with Corey from Boy Meets World. He also had a great room. Yeah. Well, and I... Tied them because they both had windows where their friends would come up. And that was always my dream. Mm -hmm. It's like now I see that that's a terrifying part of the room. But I also have that on my list that I was like, uh, you could sneak out, Mm -hmm. even though I never snuck out of a house as a kid or a teen. But Mm -hmm. that it was like such a huge part of those shows. Their friends climbing up the ladders, I guess. Mm -hmm. Maybe a tree. Yeah. It's great. I'm glad no one does that to me now, but... no. Sounded so cool when I was a kid. What was your number two? My number two was Spencer from PLL, Pretty Little Liars. Mm, Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. They, um, the hardest thing about that was that they all have pretty great bedrooms. Exactly. I picked Spencer because she had a canopy bed, which I feel like... I always wanted one of those. Ditto. It's like the height of luxury Mm -hmm. when you're a kid. Once you get over your love of waterbeds. <laughs> um, and I also wanted just a canopy in general, not even just a canopy bed. I wanted one of those s- stupid net things that you would hang over your bed with, like, butterflies in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you'd be, like, a fairy princess. huh. I mean, you could have that now. That's true. You're Maybe an adult. Maybe I should do that. You could totally do that. I could. The canopy bed was the main reason. <laughs> I think that's a good enough reason. Yeah. Well, and then even when she moves to the barn, the barn is so good. Oh, yeah. It's like, it was also creepy. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> before they were being terrorized, like, what a sweet hangout spot. Totally. There's like a loft. Mm-hmm. Barns always have lofts. Yeah. So the Hastings house is just in general where yeah. I would want to live in that show. That's a nice one. Okay. My number one was Jessica Day. From New Girl. Mm-hmm. It has exposed brick, really cool sliding barn doors, really ginormous, and just really cool. Mm-hmm. And industrial. That one's a bonus one for me. Mm-hmm. Like, that exposed brick is so good. Yeah, it's amazing. It looks like that guy um, apart- well, multiple apartments on Queer Eye. Mm-hmm. Totally. It's so cool. <laughs> That's a good comparison. So oh. my number one was clear, so it all. <laughs> Perfect. For all the reasons you said, and the like one of the most important reasons I covet that room is that she had looking back on pictures I remembered that she had a Clarissa Drive road sign above uh-huh. her bed, street sign, and that's so cool. And also, it was really important to me as a kid because my name's spelled differently than the normal Mm -hmm. Jordan, and so I was never on anything like that. Well, if Clarissa had a sign, I'm sure they would have a Jordan. Well, she must have had to order it specially. (laughs) They probably didn't have the internet back then, did they? Exactly. Because now I could probably order my own. Yeah. I don't think I will, but it's like the principle of the thing. Maybe I'll get you one for Christmas. Ooh. The only other bonus one that I had was Zoe 101. Ooh, her dorm room? Yeah. That was good. It was really, really good. That's a really good really memory, good. and I didn't see that on any list. No. So that just came out of your brain. Yes, it did. And she had, like, a beach view mm-hmm. <laughs> out of her window. <laughs> I actually really loved that show. Me too. I was sad when she got pregnant. It was... She seems really happy now, though. Yeah. I'm happy for her. She's definitely happier than her sister, Brittany. I know. I love when they spend time together, though. Yeah, me too. I want Jamie Lynn to, like, maybe keep her hostage. <laughs> like, it's a new form of hostage. <laughs> Take her away from the hostage situation she's in right now and put her in her new one. Exactly. Well, I know that she likes to keep her straight because when the whole Andy Cohen, Britney Spears thing was happening... She, like, commented on Andy's Instagram and was like, we need to get Britney up, up to date on her Bravo shows. She said that? Yes. Oh, my gosh, I love her. I know. That's hilarious. It was amazing. Also, Lizzie McGuire's um, blow-up chair. hmm That deserves to be mentioned. Hers was good also because it felt like a realistic kid's room. Definitely. Like, we had a lot of her stuff, like, in my house Mm -hmm. already. I also loved Louis Stevens' room Mm because he had that Kramer painting. (laughs) I always think I forgot about about that. (laughs) And that giant um, light-up L. Oh, yeah. He was, like, ahead of his time with the neon lights. Seriously. Those kids had it so good. And they all had, like, none of them had twin beds. No. They all had at least a queen-size bed, Mm -hmm. which is crazy. Corey had a twin, I think. Those Matthews' parents came in line. (laughs) (laughs) Keeping them humble. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. TV news? TV news. Okay. What you got? My main piece of TV news, which I specifically want to give because it's happening on my birthday, (gasps) December 2nd. Life Size 2 is coming out. And it's premiering on Freeform, the channel formerly known as ABC Family. Mm -hmm. And Tyra Banks is returning. I don't think Lindsay's coming back. That would be a shock. But maybe it could be like a little secret. I bet you she tried and they said (laughs) no. Oh, Sorry. She's like, I can dance. (laughs) But it's interesting because instead of helping a kid in the sequel, it says that she's going to be helping the CEO of... The toy company that made the Eve doll. Because mm-hmm. the CEO is having like a, it says a quarter life crisis. <laughs> Doesn't that mean she's 25? Oh, she's the no. CEO? <laughs> That's depressing. Ew. Because how old is Tyra? Fair. Tyra you know what I do not know she's gotta be like 45 yeah well and I think does it have like a Christmas theme to it too it's like a Christmas movie yeah because here's this picture of her dressed like kind of like a candy Candy cane cane. she looks crazy I'm a little worried because when the first one came out Tyra did not have this persona that she's had of like Wow, I'm just so wacky. Because she doesn't come across as, like, um, truly crazy. Like, Mm -hmm. Lindsay, ironically, Mm -hmm. has kind of has, like, the corner on the market on that right now. But she's just kind of annoying. And so I hope they really, like, she acts like a Barbie doll like she did in the first one instead of just trying to be funny. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I'm still very curious and I'll still watch it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you have to. Yeah, I'm legally obligated. The most exciting thing for me this week was and I don't even know if I'll watch it, but I just thought it was exciting. Um, Project Runway. Carly Kloss and Christian Siriano are going to be hosting the new um Project Runway. <laughs> that took a lot out of me. <laughs> It's been a long week. Yeah. It's it Tuesday. Has, and it's only Tuesday. Who knows what day it will be when this premieres, though. <laughs> I, I've i only seen a little bit of Project One Way. <laughs> Watch One One, One One Way. Way. <laughs> Help us. <laughs> but I like it. <laughs> I like what I've seen of it. I was obsessed with it for a long time. Really? Yeah. But I probably stopped watching it a couple seasons after Christian won. Oh yeah, well I really like and respect him. Yeah, I love him. So and I really like Cardi Kloss, too. Mm-hmm, me too. And they also seem like they have enough personality. Like they didn't just pick famous people. No, they. I think they'll be fun. Yeah, they have personality. They're fun and they know the biz. Mm-hmm. And um, have they done co-hosts before, or is this the first time they have actual co-hosts? Because I know that it's like Tim Gunn's big but was he ever like a big part of Project Runway but is he ever considered yeah, a co-host was... or was it just Heidi I don't know I think it was kind of both oh, but okay I don't know, really know another thing I saw was have you seen that Netflix is going to have an unscripted music series no I didn't yeah. hear anything about that I know I'm I had to do some re- research
1: <laughs> um... <laughs> you're
0: the brains of this operation <laughs> And that's not true. (laughs) It's called West Side, and it follows, like, nine aspiring artists. The West Side of where? Like, New York? Good question. I don't know. (laughs) Was it, like, West Side Story? I don't know. Huh. It's just called West Side. It's kind of a boring name. (laughs) And... So it like follows them around, and there's going to be like 20 original songs, but they make up on the fly. I it's don't. Script, I right? don't. That's why it's confusing. And huh. it said that there's going to be like really high quality music videos, and also we'll some be of, the judge of that. <laughs> some of the songs are written by our favorite um, One Republic Ryan Tedder. Oh and yeah, he writes our bangers. favorite <laughs> Taylor learned this summer that. She's actually a Ryan Tedder super fan. (laughs) She had no idea. Look him up and see what songs he's had a a hand in. He really does make bangers. And you will realize that you are a Ryan Tedder fan, too. Mm. It's true. And they're all, like, different from each other. Yeah. Which is... That's why it's surprising when you find out which ones he did. Well, and that's why it's weird that his own music is the worst. (laughs) I don't know. Not the worst. (laughs) That was way harsh. (laughs) Yikes. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. Does <laughs> <laughs> one Republic have a fandom we need to watch out for? Probably. Um, mm-hmm. Did you have any other news? There, I did see a tweet a few days ago. A couple, there were a couple headlines that said there's going to be an alias reboot. Hmm. And then I would click on the link, and it was really just a quote about Jennifer Garner saying, Oh, like, yeah, I heard something about that. But no one's talked to me about it yet. <laughs> so that's TBD. But that's, They're trying to make clickbait. I'm sick of that. It's the same with, I saw um, some headlines with, oh, uh, Steve Carell says this is how The Office could be rebooted. And it's like, no, he said that that's not going to happen. Yeah. So let's just stop. Let's come up with some OG content and give rebooting a break. Give reboot the boot. Yes. Especially when- Let's go on strike. Give reboot the boot. (laughs) (laughs) Make a really good poster out of that. <laughs> I feel like the what they should be rebooting are shows people hated, like the shows that got canceled after one season. Yeah. If they like have to reboot something, freaking geeks, <laughs> yeah. But that's like too beloved, yeah. It's true. Like, I actually shows wouldn't that want sucked. them to do that. So, who would they even cast? I don't even want to know. They probably have Timothy Chalamet playing uh Daniel Desario, though. Oh. Do I want it then? I changed my mind. (laughs) Five seasons in a movie. (laughs) The last piece of news that I had was I saw that Netflix picked up a show. Um, It's an ice skating drama and it's going to star Emma Roberts. ooh? I feel like she probably is like naturally a good ice skater. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Interesting. That's literally all I know about it. Such interesting Netflix headlines this week. Yeah. Uh, cool. Literally, because it's ice skating. <laughs> I can't hear the listeners, but I know they're rolling on the ground laughing about that. <laughs> I was thinking that the shows we're discussing this week actually fit in really well with the our favorite bedroom talk, because um, there's a really beautiful apartment featured in one of them, mm-hmm. and one of them is... The opposite of that, The tent. <laughs> but they're both, like, kind of centered around bedrooms. Yeah, that's true, actually. Living so, spaces. Tried to make that into a little theme. Yeah, I like that. Thank you. Nice segue. Thank you very much. So, in case you can't guess what we're talking about. How could you not guess <laughs> from that amazing clue? We thought we would take the pressure off of all of you and um, watch some of the new shows that aired this week. Um, And tell you if you should watch them or if you don't need to watch them. Spoiler alert, we're going to both say you should watch both of the shows, but we'll get into it. I liked them both. Yeah, I did too. Which one should we discuss first? Let's talk about the Romanoffs because we watched that first. Good thinking. So yeah, the Romanoffs. The credits are sure to let you know that it was written by, directed by, I don't even know, but Matthew Wiener did all of it. Matthew Weiner. What to say about that guy? I so he's the creator of Mad Men. Mm-hmm. I really respect him. Mm-hmm. Like he's clearly very talented. But you're so right that it's like beat you over the head with the fact that like, I did this yeah, it's new like... show. He's just I can just tell and from interviews I've read with him, like he's kind of a jerk, mm-hmm. kind of a evil genius kind of thing like a complex. Mm-hmm yeah, but if we just take the show as it was, I thought it was good. And I also didn't think it was that similar to Mad Men at all. Not, not at all. Which I liked because mm-hmm. I don't want things to just be like kind of like piggybacking off of someone else's grand success and yeah. just kind of repeat that. Yeah. Because usually that means that the new one sucks. Mm-hmm. So it's a different story every episode. And I don't even know how to give like a, a summary of what the show is about. What would you say? You're the summary queen. (laughs) Well, I was an English major. (laughs) I'll give a book report on it. So there's also only two episodes so far. Right. Amazon is not dropping them all at once. No, it's every Friday. Which is good. It's kind of, it's exhausting binging stuff. Like I prefer to binge, Mm -hmm. but it really takes a lot out of me. One time I pulled a muscle on the couch (laughs) watching TV. That's true. Um, this one, I'm glad that it's only every Friday because they are only an hour, or they are, not only, they are an hour and a half long. Mm -hmm. So it's It's like a movie. It's a movie every week. Okay, but now go on with the summary if you can. Really the only... Similarity between the two episodes we've watched so far is that they both um have characters that are descendants of the Romanov Russian royal family mm-hmm. but did I and that's basically it, <laughs> yeah, that really is. It's just different stories of different family members. Mm-hmm. so the show actually kind of was like, "Oh, should I do my family history? <laughs> yeah, that's um a good plug, yeah. <laughs> Family history, we are not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someday. Yeah. Um, Did you research, like, the real Romanovs at all? No. I was just on their Wikipedia page, and it turns out that they found out that every person who claimed to be a descendant was a liar. Oh. Because they tested the genetics of, like, the, r- the remains of the real Romanov family, mm-hmm. and they were like, none of these people are matches. So wasn't that interesting? Well, is that a spoiler alert? I, I no think... well not because not after the second episode for me because I was like family history is like a huge plot point kind of of the second episode yeah and they don't ever hint that no that people anyone's making it up yeah well I felt like in the preview for the season it kind of led to that. Oh, really? I didn't really watch very many trailers. I kind of saw, like, one commercial that just kind of showed who was going to be in each episode. Mm-hmm. And but it was it. just, like, all of them saying, like, I'm a Romanov," And it kind of made me think, like, okay, which ones are telling the truth and which ones aren't. Yeah. So, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. I feel like maybe with these first two episodes, knowing that after watching them, I'm like, you know, it kind of makes sense because... Um, like, just kind of delusions of grandeur mm-hmm. that is kind of a... can be seen as a theme for both of them, both episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, first with the aunt, and then I think you could say that about the husband in the second episode. Mm-hmm. They were both really interesting, though. One thing, um, when I was watching them, like, in the middle and stuff, I was kind of like, am I enjoying this? Like, I don't love some most of these characters and stuff, mm-hmm. but then at the end of both of them, I was like... I loved that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have these really, they really are like twist endings that, yeah, they it was really ended up being fun to watch. I liked it a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah. I enjoyed watching both of them. I was definitely more into the first one than the second episode. Yeah. But the second episode really pulled through. hmm And I like things where it turns out like my, um, where I, I was right. <laughs> Cause like the second episode was like, Ugh. Like, kind of disgusted by, like, what was going on in the story. Which, so you're kind of disgusted by the actor Corey Stahl is his name. And he's, like, the hottest bald dude. Yeah. Except in this episode, he they do a really good job of making him not look that hot. He's still technically hot. Yeah. But is but it, like, it's his he looks outfits, like a normal person. he yeah, just he's looks like, really kind of normal. Where when he's in, like, Girls in House of Cards, he's very powerful and wearing, like, really tailored suits and looks really hot. Especially for a baldy. <laughs> bald guys can be hot, too. I know. I like bald dudes, but a lot of people don't. Yeah, it's true. People are rude sometimes. Yeah. girls like bald dudes. Did <laughs> I, I even cut saying. you off? Oh, Because, you know, sometimes where, like, you can't tell if you're supposed to be rooting for, like, a bad person. Mm -hmm. Like, if it's kind of an anti-hero situation, which happens all the time on Mad Men. Mm -hmm. So, I was kind of like, ew, like, am I supposed to sympathize with him? Mm -hmm. Because I really don't. Like, Mm -hmm. I was like, he's just being a jerk. I don't like what he's doing. He's, ugh. Like, I just really didn't like him. Mm -hmm. And so, then I was really happy that it turns out i was not supposed to sympathize with him. Yeah. That well, sense. both episodes again pretty much show that men are terrible and women are cool. That's actually one of the notes <laughs> i wrote down was that the point of this show and really both episodes that men mm-hmm. are pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Something John Slattery was in the second episode but only for like 5 seconds. So I had to hop on IMDB and make sure he was gonna be in a full episode later on and he's the only actor that's in two episodes. Yes. So calm your jets. We're gonna have more John Slattery. I can't wait. It was so good to see my friend Yeah, exactly. John. <laughs> have friend. you ever watched his thirty rock episode? He's crazy in it and it's hilarious. I don't think I have. That's we'll a have show to watch that it. I haven't finished, remember? But the first episode really made me want to go back to Paris. I said the same thing. Look, I wrote, I want to go to Paris. (laughs) I wrote, booking a flight to Paris RN. (laughs) So, see ya. Yeah, bye. (laughs) But only if I can stay in that apartment. Even their, like, crappy hotel was still cool. Yeah, it was cool. They were such brats. Yeah. I feel like if you have low tolerance for just, like, bratty people, you might... Not ever really get into the show. Yeah. But I ended up really... I I really did love both episodes. Yeah. Episode one was also really funny. Yeah, it really was. It was really good. I think that one was better than episode two Mm -hmm. overall. Mm -hmm. Episode two was still really good. I love the wife in that. But episode one, one, one was a good episode to pull you in. Definitely. My last question is... Would you ever go on a cruise alone... Someone depends does that in episode two, so I was just curious. I feel like kind of depends because it might be really relaxing. Yeah, it depends on how long it would be for. Yeah, um, depends feel on like... where it was going. I feel like, and you know what? I would not want to go on a singles cruise by myself. No, I would rather go on like one where it's all families, and then yeah, like a me. Disney cruise line. Yeah, but if you go, <laughs> I would want to look like a pedophile or anything. <laughs> I'm just alone. <laughs> But I feel like you could just do your own thing. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. I know. I, I can't decide because I feel like it could be really fun or you could go actually insane. Especially yes. if you have a cheaper room that's like below deck where you have no windows. <laughs> There's like not enough oxygen. getting Yeah. In. I feel like if it were just for a weekend, then that's enough time for me to just enjoy it and yeah. not get super lonely. Yeah. That's true. Okay. But it's like a big old spa. Yeah. Be nice. Could be really nice. Anything else about the Romanoffs? One thing I saw was that it's like the most expensive show ever made. Really, one of them. That's little... interesting. But it, I mean, you can kind of tell that first episode was very de luxe. La. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to use a French term, <laughs> but it's like millions of dollars, like a movie. Yeah, because it's a bunch of little movies. Yeah. They're smart because the second one probably wasn't that expensive, though. Well, the cruise, though. I don't know. The cruise with the little people. (laughs) I felt so uncomfortable. I was like, "Is this this is offensive, right? Yeah, I think so. So, I don't know. Trigger warning. Yeah. Okay. That wasn't a joke, by the way. (laughs) I don't make jokes about triggers. No. I'm woke. Okay, something we were talking about the Romanovs actually kind of... Reminded me of what I want to talk about about this next show. So you're talking about how with the men of the sh- of the Romanovs, you were confused if you should be, like, rooting for them. Like, they're an anti-hero. Mm-hmm. So the other show we watched, we watched the first episode of Camping, the new HBO show by Lena Dunham and Jenny Connor. hmm And I've read a lot of things about this, and... I'm excited to hear them because I didn't read very much about it. Okay. Basically, the main character played by Jennifer Gardner is pretty annoying. And you already know that even from just one 30-minute episode. Even just the trailers. Mm -hmm. And something I read in an interview that Lena did was she was like, why are we still talking about this? It's so annoying that men can play, like, really terrible characters and we still find ourselves rooting for them, where when a woman is playing a really terrible character, everyone's like, wait a second, she's annoying, I don't want to watch this. And so I just thought that that was really interesting. That's totally valid, because is being annoying more horrible than being unfaithful or mm-hmm. being super evil? Like... um, Let's say Don Draper mm-hmm. or Walter White. <laughs> ding, ding, Sorry, ding. just had to do that. We need to get really one of those like hotel buzzers <laughs> things.
1: But, but like, yeah, like I... well, even
0: like, um, Kevin Spacey's character, mm-hmm. like those are like universally beloved characters, except. I was a late adopter to Breaking Bad and I freaking hated Walter White. <laughs> I was very afraid of him. But like the anti-hero hero male it really is like oh you're going to win all the Emmys. Mhm. At least one, mm-hmm. you know. But when it's a woman it's like oh that's annoying. I'm not going to watch that. Yeah. Especially because I wasn't even that annoyed by her. I no. feel like it was... Here's that thing that I said to you uh, right after we watched it, where I love seeing kind of, like, a totally beloved actress, like, Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Veep, who's mm-hmm. playing a horrible woman, and now Jennifer Garner playing, like, super uptight, super neurotic. But they're these, like, beloved women in real life. Like, mm-hmm. they're so funny, and they're just... Great people. Like, look at how good of a person Jennifer Garner is. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm I going into the show loving this person already. And so it makes maybe it, I think it's fun to see someone I love playing someone that will drive me nuts just because it's um, such a, like, juxtaposition with how their normal personalities are. Mm-hmm. Like, give them something actually interesting to do. Mm-hmm. Well, and actually, I was talking to someone and they were saying they don't really like Jennifer Gardner. What? Wow. That's shocking. I know. So they exist. And I still think that they would like watching it too because... You're supposed to hate them. Yeah. So I think it... Is, um, good for everyone. Yeah. Well, and I feel like you have to think, too, what are the intentions of the show? Exactly. Like, they didn't write someone that you're supposed to fall in love with despite how annoying they are. Like, you're not... It's kind of like the whole Romanoffs thing. Like, I'm... Clearly not supposed to root for this guy who's, Mm -hmm. like, lusting after another person even though he's married. Mm -hmm. I'm probably not supposed to root for this uptight lady who is clearly caring about the dumbest things Mm -hmm. while her friends are trying to just, like, have a good time, you know? Well, and, like, with men, it's, like, we create excuses for – so for Don Draper, it's, like, well, he came up from, like, a really bad childhood – Mm -hmm. which is true which is true so did a lot of serial killers and so did a lot of people who didn't kill people Mm -hmm. and so with jennifer gardner's character it's like okay she's clearly not being listened to she has chronic pain and like no one's listening to her about how much pain she's in constantly but no one is really taking the time by no one i mean like um people who have been reviewing this show online. <laughs> but no one's taking the time to like cut her some slack and find a way to love her because I mean everyone's human and we're all imperfect and I'm sure we are all annoying at some point. And I think that's why I really like it is because it seemed really real. Yeah. I feel like I can also see I don't completely relate to that character. I feel like I'm more easygoing than her. But I also hate when something I have a plan for gets derailed, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I have to mentally adjust to be like... But at first, I'm always kind of annoyed. But then, like, I just have to deal with it or whatever. But... Yeah. So, I don't know. It's not a completely unrelatable character. No. Plus, I feel like how much of this is just backlash because people are so critical of Lena Dunham. Exactly. Whereas... Yeah, I mean, it's not that I am i don't understand why people get annoyed with her, but she is really talented. Mm-hmm. She's a really great writer. She's The show was really funny. Mm-hmm. I laughed out loud quite a few times. Yeah, it was really funny. So it's just, it'll be interesting to see as the show goes on. And maybe I'll not love it by the end of the season. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not... I'm not approaching it, like, with an opposite bias towards the show, Mm -hmm. but it was interesting because all I saw, I didn't read a lot of the articles, but I saw all the headlines that were like, oh, this show's annoying already. Mm -hmm. So I was surprised at how tolerable I thought it was, and I enjoyed it. Exactly. But I'm excited to see where it goes. And I mean, I think I'll like it, but no promises. Yeah. Well, and I just, I like shows like that. Mm -hmm. I like that kind of sense of humor. Yeah, I do so, too. I'll probably end up liking it. And even camping if I don't love is it. such a foreign thing to me that Voss is DOS. Yeah, I hate camping. <laughs> so I feel like it's um it already lends itself to some really funny situations. Totally. And the cast is really good. Like yeah, it's really David good. Tennant is it being the nerdiest nerd of all time. And um there it's a surprising cast. Like yeah. that guy from This Is Us. Who mm-hmm. Taylor had to tell me that he wears a fat suit on This Is Us. I had no idea. <laughs> I was like, wow, he looks really great. <laughs> he must have had to work so hard. I think his name's Sully or Sullivan, but people call him Sully in real life. Just like Monsters Inc., yeah, but he looks like the monster from Monsters Inc. kind of, <laughs> so it's fitting. <sighs> Just like a big old lovable teddy bear kind of dude. Exactly. Well, so yeah, those are our kind of those are our thoughts on those new shows. Yeah. So you'll we'll have to watch along with us. Watch him. We'll give another brief recap after they're completed. Yeah. Probably. Because we get to do that. <laughs> boyfriend of the week. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I My boyfriend of the week, I actually picked David Tennant from camping. I, um, well, it's really funny because last night we watched Fright Night and he's in that and he plays like this crazy kind of like chris angel kind of guy like in vegas and even though he's not like sexy in that he was wearing like eyeliner and i was like oh he looks pretty good <laughs> and then in this show he's wearing like a bucket hat and like just the dorkiest like cargo shorts and i love when someone isn't that nerdy but they play very convincing nerd i just um, i just am into it i, I like picked that. him. I don't know if I've seen anything that he's really in. We'll do a deep dive as his IMDb. He's in Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. But he's not in it very long. I think I saw that on his IMDb, but I didn't. He's in Doctor Who, but I haven't watched Doctor Who yet. Me neither. That's like the most massive TV undertaking you can take. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's cute. Oh, and he's the new Scrooge McDuck on oh, the new DuckTales. We love a Scrooge. <laughs> love. <laughs> Mary Rich. <laughs> okay, so for my boyfriend of the week... I was almost overwhelmed by the amount of choices I had. And, it's rare. Usually which is we're rare. having yeah. to like pick a guy from a commercial we saw. <laughs> I feel like I've been struggling the last couple of weeks. Um, I'm tempted to choose John Slattery, but I'm not going to choose him because I'm going to wait till I watch his full episode. Of okay, <laughs> Colin Dibs already. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Well, I'm going to watch Friday Night Lights again that week and I'll pick Coach. <laughs> Go you. <laughs> but I feel like I can choose who I'm going to choose. I've noticed with this podcast, I love like hyping things up before I say it. And I it's dumb and I don't know I'm on know the edge why. of my seat. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm allowed to choose this one because I don't think I've chosen him yet. So it's not John Mayer. <laughs> it's not John Mayer because I chose him last week, but <laughs> he had another TV show last night. So it was really good. I watched it. Yeah, it was really good. It's way good. I think it was still on... Oh, it might be gone now, though. It's probably on YouTube if you missed it. So it's not John Mayer. It's not John Slattery. It's John Ham. <laughs> and let me explain. Hmm. <laughs> let me explain. There I, aren't any real rules, so I'm sure I'll, There aren't any real rules, I'm but on board. Let me... Let me explain. Okay. I don't feel like he'll be on any TV shows anytime soon. I have to choose him because he was on... James Corden last night. Oh, if he was on... He was on... The television. The television. In the last seven days. Cable. He was on cable TV (laughs) channel live CBS. (laughs) And he did Spill Your Guts or Fill Your Guts with James Corden, and he ate Bull Penis. He drank a Chili Cheese Dog milkshake. Why is that grosser to me than the bull penis? (laughs) I don't know. And he also drank two shot glasses of hot sauce. What questions did he avoid? So he avoided, I mean, this is going to give it all away, but you should still go watch. I will. Um, What was he wearing? Was he he wearing glasses? I'm still on the fence about his outfit. There was Mm. no glasses. He was wearing a brown suit. And the brown suit was actually pretty good. It had cool um, cuffs. But the shirt underneath was a light blue, and I've always felt weird about light blue and brown. Okay. But I didn't hate it. It's like a teddy bear. A little blue. Yeah, bow a little tie cuddly teddy bear. No, there was no tie. Um <laughs> so he was asked who was your least favorite person that you've ever worked with that you would never want to work with again? Who would ever answer exactly. that? Exactly. He was asked to rank the Batmans of best to worst. Of who's played Batman. Huh. And... That's an interesting to not choose. Like, well, I mean... And it, they only let gave him three of the Batmans. So uh, it was, like, Ben Affleck, um, Christian's... What's his name? Bale. Bale. <laughs> I almost said Slater. It's like, we t- that time we called him Christian Bell. <laughs> Christian Bell. Christian Bell. I can't even remember the third Batman. But With anyway... George Clooney? Yes, it was George okay. Clooney. Um, So he didn't answer that. And then also... The other one I'll tell you offline... Just watch it. Okay. <laughs> also, one of the questions for that John asked James Corden was, what's your least favorite John Hamm movie? And James was like, ah, I, I can't answer that. Like, I like them all. Okay, tag. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That makes me love James Corden. <laughs> well, to be fair, I didn't see that movie, but... Yeah, no, you didn't. I couldn't handle a movie all about Jeremy Renner being good at something. <laughs> Gross. That's funny. So, I was yeah. worried he was going to say that baseball one he was in cuz I liked that movie. Oh yeah, I like that one too. What a guy. Yeah. John Ham. So, that's my choice. Please don't be mad at me. I'm not mad. Okay. I think that's a good choice. And it's fair cuz he literally was on last night. Exactly. I even made it a- relevant. I made some gifts from the episode. <laughs> you can find them on Twitter. <laughs> Taylor M. Goff. That's her handle. Uh huh. <laughs> um, that's so funny. No, I feel like I'm gonna have to start like intentionally watching certain shows <laughs> if I don't have anyone else to choose. It's a it's a good way to do it. Yeah. If so. I'm making the time, I think it, it counts, you yeah, know? Exactly. With okay. all the late night shows you watch, you always have a pretty good deck to choose from, actually. Yeah, that's actually kind of true. But I mean this it is the only time you yeah. I feel like this counts because John Hamm's like your guy. Yeah. Exactly. Even, like, on this podcast, he's your guy. (laughs) Thank you. (sighs) Well, that's all we have for this week. Yeah, let us know if you start watching either of the shows. Mm -hmm. We'd love to hear what you think. Mm -hmm. Also, we'll probably, I'm throwing this on Jordan right now, but we'll probably tweet out pictures of the rooms we chose. Yes. So you can see for yourself. (laughs) Bye! (laughs) Sorry. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I'm never eating a crunch rat before doing this again, <laughs> I'm so sorry.